Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Boardroom Metrics podcast. My name is Jim Crocker. You know, a few weeks ago, a good friend of mine, Mark Orlin, posted a great article on LinkedIn. The article was from Strategy and Business Magazine, and it was titled, Your Next Board Member Should Be a Geek. Article that instantly got my attention. I do a lot of work in the governance space, and and, and one of my observations and fears is the lack of whatever you want to call it, IT technology, digital experience that I see at most boards. The other reason it got my attention is, frankly, Mark's background. Mark is the Executive Director of Information Technology and Services with uh, the Schulich School of Business at York University in Toronto. So Mark knows this stuff. And, and, you know, I got the sense that Mark wouldn't have posted this if he didn't think this was important. So I reached out to him to, uh, to get his perspective. Here's my conversation with Mark. So Mark, a key point of the article, your next board member should be a geek, is that despite it being 2016, most boards remain devoid of IT or technology expertise. Uh, does that worry you? Well, I, it should worry me. It should worry the uh, the companies out there that are missing out on their IT uh, personnel there uh, on their board. Yeah, it does worry me because IT really touches every aspect of business these days. And we're so dependent on IT as a layer and the you know the fact that that these boards are not uh, stepping up i i think and, and and bring in the right people to to sit on them with the right expertise yeah it, it, there, there's a big concern and it's not just with me it's uh, a number of people i've spoken with as well feel the same way so what do, what do you think is going on i mean why why do you think why do you think boards are missing the IT thing? I mean, I think we talked about this once before. I mean, there's lots of people on boards who don't understand finance, but but they would they would never accept that there shouldn't be a finance person on on the board. What's what's happening with IT? Yeah, I, I think with IT and with with finance, when you look at some of the um, typical roles that that uh, business people have played, or, or you know where, where they come up the ranks through the more traditional roles like finance or operations or merchandising whatever whatever industry it is they you know they work their way up they they get to senior roles they've depended on an IT person for support or 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 strategy help whatever it is they've never had to dig in on their own and i just we're at a stage right now where i think they're looking back and perhaps you know, they're they're just feeling that um, I I don't know if they've they've missed out they've missed this piece. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just gone by them, and it, it's sort of too late because at this point, you know, things have happened so quickly in technology. It's moved so fast. You know, it's moving at a at an accelerated pace right now. Maybe they think they can't catch up. And you know, back to your your question, it, it's. You know, part of it is it's difficult to find these people out there who have the expertise in, and there's so many areas in IT right now too. You know, there's cybersecurity, there's there's mobile, there's uh, analytics, and each of those niches has in in its own right moved so quickly. I think part of it is you can't find the people. The other part is even among the board members, I think there's a bit of fear. I think that, and I've talked to a number of board members, it's not, you know, they're not going to openly say, yeah, I'm, I'm scared of tech. But when you dig deep, it's that unknown. It's that, you know, they've never felt comfortable with it. They just, 
you know, there's so much to it. There's so much depth to it that there's this, there is this fear. And um, is, is it an age thing, Mark? I mean, are, are, is part of what you're saying that, that you know, boards are tend to be, I don't know the age, but they're, it certainly skews towards older. Older. Is, is that one of the, is that one of the issues? Well, I'm older. <laughs> I'm in my fifties, <laughs> right? I'm in my fifties. No, I, you yeah. know what? There's, there's people who are in their fifties and sixties who've, who've kept in touch with the changes in the technology landscape because they realize that, Hey, this is important. It's moving quickly. I've got to stay on top of it. And there are others. And I, and I, I know others from, from my days in the, you know, back in the nineties that are still stuck in the technologies that they were working with back then, you know, they're out of work right now. They're they're hanging on to some of these older technologies. They haven't moved ahead. I think it's just you know the nature of different personalities. So so I am seeing you know people people in their fifties and sixties who are on top of it. It's just again, I think the pace of acceleration in this area has been so rapid right. that it, it's very hard to find the people out there that can do do the the proper job. Yeah. Maybe it's obvious, Mark, but what do you see the risks and downsides being of not having IT expertise on boards? I mean, you kind of touched on this, right? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's not just a layer anymore. It's, 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 it's all about business. Is, is well, that the risk? Yeah. Well, it's integrated in the strategy. It should be. I mean, technology should be integrated in into the business strategy. It should touch many of the aspects of strategy when you're putting it together, when you're developing your strategy. You've got to integrate tech into that strategy because, again, it's. I mean, we've read we've read articles that that we're all technology companies now. Mm-hmm. Companies are changing their business models to be tech companies where they were more traditional companies in the past. Uh, I, I I just think it's. It's got to be so integrated. It's like, and I, I think we were talking about this before. I was, uh, I've done a lot of work in the customer experience space. And on a similar note, we talk about customer experience as being, you know, very strategic. You've got to differentiate. Companies are, are really focused on differentiating themselves through the customer experience now. That in addition, has to be integrated into the strategy of the business. It has to touch most parts of the business. And I think that not having it in there, it, it's a huge risk because your competitors yeah. probably are, right? Yeah. So, you, you know, go, you go are you going to go the way of the newspaper business, right? Yeah. Uh, we see a lot of that, right? I mean, the consulting work we do, I, I get scared frequently looking at the strategies of organizations who don't understand that they're now in the, in the technology space. They, yeah. they, they just don't think of it. So it's, you know, I see that at the operating level, not just at the board level. Mark, a question for you. I mean, you work at a high-profile business school. So, I mean, in your organization, how do you stay current? Uh, and how does your organization stay current with all these rapid changes uh, in technology? Well, I, I stay current by reading a lot. I stay current by, well, you know, I'm a big Twitter guy. So I, uh, you know, my, my, my feed is, is flooded with right. what's happening now in technology. And I'm, I'm reading every day about uh, new developments, about, um, about shifts, about organizations that are being impacted. 
you know, so, so for myself, that's part of it. Conferences, I follow certain thought leaders. Uh, here at the business school, we have a, a dean's advisory board. We have some um, high-profile people from some tech companies that are on that advisory board. We've got some really bright students here who, although it's, it's you know, we're a business school, uh, what you find as you talk to them is that many of them have this tech background. I've got I've got a kid. I call him a kid. He's, you know, he's, I don't know if he's 20. 42, yeah. One of the, no, no, no. One of the students is like, he came to me with a proposal for redeveloping an aspect of our student portal here. And the design thinking, the, the approach to it is just, it's like, hey, I want, give me 20 of you to work on my <laughs> IT team. Like, he's so bright. So, so it, you know, it's a mix of of, mm-hmm. of this uh, just interacting with the students constantly, and also um, at an advisory level, and and just uh, being out there and and uh, listening and reading. Right, bit of a different topic, Mark. But we talked about yeah. sort of being in our fifties and still being able to adapt techno- to technology. And you mentioned Twitter. You are a Twitter guy. Would I be right in thinking that you actually got this role <laughs> that you're now in because of Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? I I actually did. I actually, when I think about it, so I got the previous role I was in, I got initially through Twitter. It yeah. was somebody that I was introduced to, a CEO in a, in a software vendor company in the U.S. that introduced me to someone else. And right, then, yeah. And, you know, so so you build these linkages through Twitter, which eventually led to LinkedIn, and it, it's funny, you know. So yeah. so you're you're crossing all these yeah. social media touch points, and finally ending up in a face to face conversation with the person, the the decision maker, and and so similarly here, uh, I I found out about this role even though I was involved with the business school, you know, having done my MBA here, and also with the alumni community, I actually found out about it through Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah no, and I just want to bring that out because I think it is, you know, it's a great example of, of staying current and, and, and the benefit of staying current, right? It's, yeah, uh, for sure. It's very cool. Um, you brought this up and, and maybe final question, but if a board went looking for IT expertise, uh, where where should they be looking and, and, and who, who would they be looking for? <sighs> big big well, question, right? I, yeah, really, really. Um, they've got to be aware of where you know where is the business going hopefully they have a a a strategic plan they know where the business is going what are the shortcomings where are the gaps in their business if they're moving into more mobile area they should be looking for thought leaders in that space if big data analytics or the internet of things i'm sorry to throw out these buzzwords but they're out there now yeah um yeah if if those are key areas that they want to go in, you know, move into, they really need to be reaching out on social media. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. well, they, they really need to be reaching out to people that are current, talking to consultants. Often they're they're already working with con- a, a consulting for maybe the big four, and they can make recommendations. Talking to recruiters, you know, you've got to constantly be having these interactions, you know, and building your network, using their LinkedIn network to find people who have expertise and just bring them in for the interviews. You know, there's, it's like any other position. It's just, 
in in this space you're talking about a board position it's and a tech position it's just that much more difficult that's all right. it's, it's just a more difficult process right. um, one of the uh, colleagues I was speaking with who's who's on uh, a, a few boards was saying you know they've they've worked with consultants in the interim um, because they couldn't find a, a, a board member so they've actually gone out and, and hired a consultant to do a one-year term and then maybe rotate that or, yeah. or get a few different consultants who are specialized in area of different areas of, of tech yeah. uh, to, to be a, a sort of even a subcommittee uh, of the board. So, right. you know, there's different ways of slicing it. So they're, right? finding, they're finding ways around. around. They're, they're getting the expertise <laughs> even if they can't bring it in as a board member. I, yes. I, I, yes. I guess one other thought in listening to you, and I don't, you know, can't, I, I can't verify this, but. I probably sense a conflict of, you brought it up earlier, you're surrounded by a bunch of young people and they do think about this both comfortably and, and from a whole different perspective. And so it's almost like contemplating a much younger type board person, which probably makes a lot of boards uncomfortable. Well, yes. And, and I don't know that that's the right approach. So when you look at some of these startup organizations, you know, a lot of these startup founders, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they don't have the maturity, right? Right, like, right. Right. There's part luck. There's a lot of hard work, but there's part of it is luck, uh, being in the right place at the right time and, and having the proper network. But um, it's really you you need someone that's seasoned. You need someone with the wisdom to to also feel comfortable and confident as a fellow board member and be able to get their point across and, and people will respond in a positive way to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that makes, that, that makes sense. Mark, any final thoughts, uh, on, on, uh, bringing a geek onto your board? I, I just, I, I just think that it's a, um, it, it's, a, it's a space that is going, it's going to get tougher. It's going to get tougher. I mean, if you guys, if people think it's hard right now to find uh, people, it's going to get harder. And I think that you've got to make that concerted effort. You've got to work hard to find the right individual, not just from a tech, again, not just from a tech perspective, but also from a personality perspective, because you don't want a techie, you know, somebody that you think of typically as a tech geek to disrupt the board either. Right. But Mark, so, why, do you, why do you say it's going to get tougher? I mean, aren't there going to be more and more of these experienced people out there? Or? Well, it's, it's because, uh, again, because things are moving at an exponential rate in tech, we don't know what the next big development's going to be. And, and so how do you bring a board member on that is just starting out in a certain area of tech or or even has enough depth it's it's almost like we need multiple we need multiple tech people on the board it, yeah, it, yeah. I, I you know to have one person yeah. who knows it all is that was that was one of the key points of the article right it's not okay. only do we have boards right yeah. now that have like 95 percent of boards have nobody but in yeah. fact we need multiple multiple <laughs> skill yeah. sets right yeah. so it's yeah, yeah. And that and that is difficult Mark, really, really appreciate your, your insight on this uh, fascinating topic. And, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how change shakes out in this over the next, uh, you know, next few years, because it, I don't, we don't think it can be ignored. No. And uh, we've got to spend a lot more time with it. And uh, we've just got to encourage some of these senior board members to 
maybe hire a young kid to teach them how to use Slack or something. I just read an article about, you know, uh, these Slack consultants now coming out and charging a thousand bucks a day to teach, you know, to get into corporations and teach people how to use Slack. So, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, as you say, as I was saying, it's getting tougher and we just have to work smarter to, to find the right combination of people.